This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Mitch, Matthew Bird, All right. Bradley, hello, and least but not least, Sarah. Least but not least. <laughs> I am least and least. <laughs> hello. Hello. Well, we actually have stuff to talk to. Yes. Talk about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a war going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a month since our last episode. Damn um, it. It's hard to get four people together. It is. And I think... Like, once we have, like, a weekly game to talk about and stuff. We'll, That'll help. Well, and we'll also have to just, like, go on if one of us can't make it. Um, which, I mean, we're all cool with. So well, you, except for you. I was going to say, so you're going to learn how to run the board. <laughs> I mean, I could do it. It's just pushing buttons. Right. Like, you know, looks pretty simple. I'm doing a business. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we've got some stuff to talk about. Uh, City 2 preseason is in full swing. Um. I guess we should we should start with if you're planning on going to the game on Friday, don't. It's on Thursday, so I can't say I blame them. With, no, I look can't. At, looking at the weather, going to be like 20 degrees at kickoff. Yeah, or, but or 50 degrees on Thursday night. But I also think the team could have maybe sent out an email. Like if you're not on Twitter, you wouldn't know it. True. Yeah. True. And I don't even think they updated their app with an announcement that you know it had changed. But they really uh, aren't taking this preseason thing very Brian seriously. Brian Simpson was on top of updating our calendar, though. The Hooligan calendar is updated. Um, I mean, it's a preseason game. I don't think the attendance was going to be huge anyway, so it's, it's not like it's a reserve team preseason right. game, guys. It's. But I will say the couple that I've been to have been fun. Yeah, no, and we had fun. They've got a Saturday. decent crowd. Yeah. So it really it's an it's an excuse for us all to get together, have a few beers, and yeah. watch some soccer. Yeah. And I mean, what do now? <laughs> the team is the team is improving a bit. I mean, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it, but it's preseason. They're getting to know each other. They're starting to figure things out. They did well against Louisville. They they beat Louisville, which yep. you know, I mean, I I know it's preseason, but I will take it. Finally got a team to do that, Jeremy. No, <laughs> oh, ouch. They I think they won a couple of games in the five years, but. They never won the Kings Cup. That's fucking hell. I mean, Louisville had our number. Yeah. Six fucking years straight. Mm-hmm. One of the games we won, we were already out of the playoffs, so it didn't matter. Yeah. The second game, we the first game we won at their place, we w- couldn't even go because of COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I thought that was, and Charlie Rankin scored a goal against them. That was it. <laughs> they had our number for six fucking years. Yeah, they did. It was good to see a handful of them come up on Saturday, though. Yeah, Morton's there, and uh, no, I meant their fans. Oh no, 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 yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they were nice people. Talk yeah, to them. Good for them. Good um, to see them. Yeah, and I mean, I, I wish it could be under bigger circumstances, but you know. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I guess our hope for that rivalry is going to be in the Open Cup. Mostly, that'll be primarily the place we would see them, where it counts. Um, but I mean, just a fun time. Glad people came out. We did raise $330 for the Colon Cancer Alliance. That's nice. Good job, guys. Because you went at a birthday party at 2.30 on Saturday, so I didn't go to the game. Yeah. So it did It did look like there was a fair turnout. And there, yeah, was, there was. And a lot of people that I didn't know are showing up, and they're wearing Luligan gear. So 
some of the new people that are have joined our public group on Facebook are, are coming out and getting involved. So that's great. It was windy. It was windy. Oh my god, that was ter- <laughs> it was funny because when we first got there, and I I'm terrible. I can't remember his name. The guy that kind of runs the place, Creve Core. Yeah, yeah. At Creve Core, he goes. I'm telling you, I'd rather have it last week when it was cold than this. And I was like, you're crazy. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. And then the wind kicked up. And I'm like, yeah, he yeah. may be right. He may be right. Yeah. We broke our charity box. Yeah. The wind oh. blew it off the table and <laughs> bent it, oh, bent the no. lid. So, yeah. So I, I still have to fix that. But but you know what? Like the more beers I had, the less I cared. What do now? Yes, yeah, Sarah, Sarah was in full on <laughs> Wade Boggs mode. What do now mode. Uh, but no, we had some fun. Um Again, I don't. I, I don't think we need to spend too much time on the details of the game we won, and then we won the fake penalty kick shootout, which they're just practicing now. Because again, we'll we'll get to this, but in the rules of this new league, games can't end in a tie. If it's tied after a regulation, they do a shootout because they want a winner. But it wasn't tied. No, I no. Was I think they were just. They, I think they're just practice. doing it as a practice after because they did it the last preseason game too. Yeah, practice shootouts, yeah. Hmm. We're talking um, about practice. Talking about practice. Um. So yeah, that's kind of a dumb rule. I don't know why we can't. Not have kind ties. of a dumb rule. It is a dumb yeah. rule. Well, it feels very MLS 1.0. It's like let's reinvent the wheel here. Let's make soccer exciting. Here come your St. Louis City cheerleaders. Yeah. No. Kind of like that. No. Um. But fun time. If you haven't been out to a preseason game, I suggest you do. Uh, but I think the rest of them through the through the through the end are like midweek or midday. Um, I don't think I'm going to make it to another preseason game. I can't go tomorrow night. Yeah, I can't. Um, and then there's one. There's another one at uh, versus St. Charles Community College, and I mm-hmm. think that's in the middle of the day or something. I don't know. No idea. Yeah, but I can't go till the what, the twenty fifth is the the twenty fifth is the actual season opener. Yeah, I'm I'm I can't. I gotta wear the glasses for two weeks, so mm-hmm. I can't. So yeah, we'll get to I'm that. On, I'm on vacation that week, so I can't yeah. even go to the opener. Shut up, nobody We'll get to that. In, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I do want to mention the Open Cup. We St. Louis City two is in the Open Cup, and that was supposed to be a home game at SIU, but now that has been switched, and Indy will be hosting that game. Uh, April 5th. So So disappointing. uh, Open Cup, wonderful tournament. If you can go, I would, but it's midweek again, so that makes it hard because you're at least going to have to take one day off of work to get there or maybe half a day and drive like crazy. Well, and, and, you know, okay, the game's over at, what, 10 o'clock? Turn around and come come back. If if it's not like the moment, extra time and penalties. Yeah, exactly. Just like the bird and go. We did it one day. But I think think it is at the mic. If you've never been to an Indy 11 game at the mic, it's a great place to go. Cheap beer. Cheap beer. Two for one Takatis all (laughs) night long. And uh, Watch out for the uh, construction barrel. So they will attack the hell out of you. (laughs) And shout out to Brickyard Battalion and Slaughterhouse 19. They are excellent hosts. Uh, you will have fun at their tailgate party if you go. So that's where the the um the hammer game was, yes, wasn't it? Yeah. The hammer game. They also had the the beer tent set up that fill from the bottom yep. of the yep. cup. That's Those right. are cool. Yeah. I still have the uh, magnets on my fridge. Yeah, I think it was. I I honestly think the way they had it set up, the the beer vendors were there selling beer, like right. so it wasn't the supporters group. It wasn't. Yeah. But they had a like five dollar all you can drink pass. So once you got your cup with the little magnet at the bottom, you could go to any of the three different beer vendors there and fill up. So 
Good time. I don't know if it's still that way, but that's the way it was yeah. five years ago. Um, want to wish a congratulations to our friend Anthony Flores. He is a new father. They welcomed little Lucy into the world. So there's She's another adorable, another She's little Lugan. Yeah. Must look like the mom. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, good looks and kids, they do skip a generation. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully aware of that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm well aware. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sarah and the Thieves. You guys had a volunteer event at Home Sweet Home. Yeah, we did. Tell us a little bit about that, how that went. Uh, it was great. We all got there. There was probably, mm, I'm going to say 15 of us there. And uh, we split it up into groups with the Home Sweet Home people and did different tasks. So there's people moving furniture. There's people dusting stuff. There's people assembling furniture. I folded sheets for three hours. <laughs> Yeah, but we got uh, their entire warehouse set up for them. Yes, and I'm sure it was greatly appreciated, even though it was monotonous work. It was work that needed to be done. Yep. So thank you to everybody who came out and volunteered, and keep an eye on Thieves on social media, because they will be doing more things in the future. Big things. Big things. Uh, Mention we've got a road trip coming up, not for our team, but for another team that a lot of Lilligans like, <laughs> Forward Madison, um, there's going to be a trip at the end of April. Yep. And there's also a raffle. So if you want to buy tickets, you can go to St. Lilligans' website. And you can also, even if you're not going to go, you can buy raffle tickets. They're giving away some cool prizes, some flock uh, stuff, some Forward Madison stuff. Yep. I think an Audi Jepson jersey. Yeah, the Audi Jepson signed jersey. <clears throat> um the the i won their somebody, game posters yeah yeah i got four game posters that are all signed so whoever um there's two prizes so both get to pick one of those uh the the 2016 st Louisville scarf which was the um which one was that is that the crazy one? no no that was the um title belt I don't even remember. Dance with somebody? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was that one. And then the, not the OG hat, because OG hat was green. But the this gray is hat. the one after that. Yeah. The, yeah, the gray hat. And a small medium. So. It's medium. It's medium. And all of the proceeds from that raffle and extra money we raised from the ticket sales is going to their foundation, the Flock Foundation. Yeah, their Flock, <clears throat> Flock Soccer Foundation, which they support three different teams within the area um, under underserved groups basically so and i think they might be throwing in some more stuff to the raffle cool and no. um <coughs> guest of the pod drew connor signed for them yes he did he did yep. yep so that's awesome yeah if you're making that trip you can go see our friend drew and drew's a great guy maybe a, maybe audi maybe maybe we'll and see. again if you buy a ticket to the game you're automatically in the drawing yep. yep if you buy a ticket We'll give you a deal on raffle tickets, yeah. but if you're not going and you still want to get something sweet, you can still buy the raffle tickets online. Five so bucks a piece. There is a lot of opportunity to win this excellent swag. Yep. And we mentioned last time if you if you haven't been on a road trip or if it's been a while, Madison's a great place to go. It's an awesome place. Uh, the yes. flock is the flock is great. It's yep. a great place to watch a game in there, and they've got they've got a mini safe standing area. Yep. Um, they and got some cows. They've got cows. Yep. They've got good beer up there. Cheese curds. Cheese curds. So, yeah. Good Consider bars. making the trip. 
So. I, I have to say, they're probably the best hosts we've ever seen. They're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got a good pregame at a bar not too far away, and they march to the match from there. It's a nice, yeah. nice little setup they've got. Yep. Beware buying bottles of kava. Yes. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. They really only affected one of us. but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh no! It affected others in a positive manner. Well, sure, that's sure. true. We're not we're not taking a bus, so you're gonna have to find your own way up. Yep. But yeah. there's plenty of people going that have space. So yeah, and if you're looking for somebody to ride with, uh, maybe post on social media. There are others who may be looking for people to ride with them. So yeah, and if you don't mind, um, somebody could host Brad halfway under their bed in the hotel room. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be able to make this trip. I really don't. But it Didn't is fun. We have this figured out Saturday. We, we did, did but, but we were all drunk. But that's okay. Now it's sounding like they may be canceling our training. So yeah. I may be back in. Oh, what, so. what do now? What do, what now? do now? We may be in a serious what do now mode. Oh, fuck. We may be in the white t-shirt mode that day Ooh. with markers. I got a babysitter because Kat's going. Nice. <gasps> is she willing to wrangle three? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe we'll hire somebody to wrangle Brad and I. Uh, Joe said he would. I, I still don't know if I'm going. I don't think Joe can handle Shut both of us. Shut up, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, this is an insight into what our conversations are yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's mostly just Sarah saying, "Shut up." It's Brad. pretty much. It's pretty, <laughs> I don't even type it. I just don't respond. Yeah. It's pretty much siblings. <laughs> like, mom. <laughs> yeah, he's Charlie Day, but let's, well, let's not go into that conversation. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about City Two, shall we? Um, the season is coming up, and uh, we've got some more details about the season. Actually, they got a new badge. It's just the St. Louis City badge, but with a big two in it. It looks like flamingo. a snake. Some people think it looks like a flamingo. Yeah. Some say a snake. I just think it looks like a two. It's a two. Yeah. Um, can you see the? Can you even see it? <laughs> Color. It's like a magic eye to Matt Bird. <laughs> He has to stare long enough, and it pops out at him. If it was red and green, I'd have trouble, but yeah. no, it's fine. Okay. It's a two. Well, it is. You're city the one red. with the gummy fucking eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is city red. My though. corneas are fucked. Okay. Yeah. What, well, do? what do now? What do now? So anyway, <laughs> their set, their schedule came out. They're going to do half the games this season at SLU at Herman Stadium. Mm. They're going to do half of them at SIUE down in Edwardsville, and. They left that last one open. I mean, there's been speculation, and actually it was up on the MLS website, and then they took it down. I do think if if the big stadium is done by then, I I could see them doing the last City 2 game there just as a shakedown for the new stadium. Uh, Other than that, maybe if the training grounds are done, they could do it at the training grounds, but I think they're leaving that last date open to see what the status of the stadium and the surrounding area is. Uh, but we know uh, Herman's a good place to see a game. SIU is a decent place to see a game, depending on where they stick us. Depending on if they want to rip us off the parking lot. Yeah. Um, but we'd also know that all of the games this year in MLS Next Pro will be streamed on the MLS site, which not great. I wish it was ESPN Plus or a, a more stable platform. Uh, but It's like going back to the... Uh Open Cup when it was streaming on the yeah. Djibouti site or yeah. whatever it was. 111 Sports. Yeah. My, my Cujo. My Cujo, that's what it was. But the good thing is they will be streamed and you will be able to watch them when they're away. Um, the first ever MLS 2 game or MLS Next Pro game will be at Herman Stadium. It will be City 2 versus Rochester Rhinos. Or I guess they're Rochester FC now. They're not, a, not officially the Rhinos anymore. They're the Rhinos. They will always be the Rhinos. Um, that will be the first ever game. 
and we want you to be there. You can get tickets now at uh, SeatGeek, and uh, I think it was $10 for that first game, or was it with fees, $12 or something? Something like that. Uh, but it's going to be at Hermit Stadium. We will have a tailgate party, and we will have a supporter section that is still in the works as to where that'll be and, and all that stuff, but uh, plan on maybe you know taking the afternoon off and coming up early and having a little fun with us on Friday night. March 25th at Herman Stadium. I'll be on vacation. Matt will be on vacation. I'll be in contacts by then. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right, let's talk about... Uh, we've had some other big news for the first team. Let's start with this one and we'll see where it goes. Uh, the stadium naming partner is Centene Corporation. <laughs> oh, well, here I go into free speech, too. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, but before we even got to that stuff that we're going to talk about... Um, Brumer is it's a 15 year deal worth between 75 million and 95 million dollars so that's good news that's money for the team to sign players and such uh, but Centene has a little baggage coming in I mean recently their CEO has been in the news for threatening to move their headquarters to Charlotte first over crime in the city they're building a new big big headquarters in Clayton, is it? Mm-hmm. And then they halted construction on that. And he said, if St. Louis doesn't get their crime situation under control, he's moving and basically did the Stan Kroenke, you know, St. Louis is a shithole, uh, which I mean, there are aspects of that are true, but if you really wanted to help St. Louis building your headquarters here and, and working on it would actually be positive. Right. You'd think. Yeah. Then he threatened to move the whole company again over, Arguably a better reason. I actually agree with this reason. Uh, yeah. Because Missouri is hamstrung by politicians who didn't want to expand Medicaid. Uh, but again, a good corporate partner would stay and fight to get things changed for the right way, not just abandon the good people of St. Louis. Again, he made no bones about calling St. Louis a shithole. <laughs> Uh, since then, we've found out that he has retracted some of those statements or changed them. Uh, but and he's, evidently, he's on his way he's out. He's on his too, way out. So. I think he's been shown the door. Uh, so you could look at this as a as Centene making a commitment to the region again, and that's good. A um, little troublesome. They've also spent a lot of money down in Charlotte to be partners with the new Charlotte FC uh, they're going to be sleeve sponsors in Charlotte. They're they're pen, spending a lot of money down there. They're hedging their bets. They uh, paid some of the PSLs for people down in Charlotte. Uh, so they're in bed with both of us. But uh, that is going to be the name on the stadium, Centene Stadium. Uh, I did learn, too, that uh, from my brother-in-law, who works for a company that is doing some of the work on the signage, and the Centene logo uh-huh. will be able to change light colors. It won't just be white. Gotcha. So they can make it pink, and they can make it green. rainbow. And, oh. <laughs> well, let's just, just let's just go ahead and get there. Don't say gay. Don't. Uh, it it did come out recently that uh, Centene <laughs> had had has given over a hundred thousand dollars to the Florida lawmaker that has since introduced the "Don't Say Gay" bill, which I believe passed in the Florida Senate today. I'm not sure, or it was being voted on if it didn't pass. Um, I want to be clear. They did not donate money for this cause. They did not donate because the guy 
was putting up the don't say gay bill, which is atrocious and offensive, uh, not just to gay people, but to any right-minded thinking person uh, who understands that that's just part of the world we live in. Well, it, and it attacks teachers. That's it, the it other very thing. definitely attacks teachers, and it attacks parents too. As, as someone that's married to an educator, that actually is yeah. the thing that seems to be kind of getting swept under the rug. Puts them in a very difficult position. It basically says teachers can get sued if there's a conversation in their classroom about certain topics that parents can be offended by. It doesn't tell you what those topics are. No, but I mean, it it basically outlaws any discussion of homosexuality. Anything other than cis whites. Well, even to the extent of little Johnny raising his hand and asking why Sarah has two mommies. Like that could get a teacher sued. Yep. Like the teacher didn't say anything about it, but the kid brought it up in class. Yep. Uh, and I, I mean, it, it's 2022. We can answer that question without poisoning the minds of children. You can ask, <laughs> you can answer those things. Um, I am not threatened by that, but evidently some people are. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it, it's <clears throat> concerning that Centene gave a large amount of money to this individual but I do also know if you look at any corporate donations, they do give heavily to both sides. And I know this, I don't know for a fact, but I bet this had to do with a corporate tax break or something along those lines. Um, Is anyone surprised by this? No, 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 no not at all. Three fucking years ago, guys, I sat here and said, I really don't fancy going to MLS because it's going to get more corporate. Yeah. Well, here we are. But I, I will also like I will also say if you look at my 401k for example, I'm sure there are companies in there who have made large donations to causes that I would find horrific. Oh Jesus, I've got gas pump stuck. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, so I mean, I'm not saying like I'm not saying throw the baby out with the bathwater. I'm right. not saying they should immediately disband from this deal with Centene. I mean, God knows, I'm sure Enterprise and Worldwide have donations that are eyebrow raising. I, you can, in Missouri, you can look up yeah. donations. And, and I did see that, for example, both those companies have given identical amounts to candidates on both sides of the aisle. Right. So and they, it's and not, they do this for political expediency more than anything. Yeah. Uh, which is also a little dirty, but I mean, that's just, really it's, it's the, that's the way the game's it's played. It's the grift of the grift. If you right. don't grease the palms, you don't get what you want. But I will say it's, it's been disappointing to me that at least, the soccer club hasn't come out and at least made a statement affirming that they're committed to uh, equality and supporting those, you know, just to sort of offset the look of Centene giving money to someone who would propose such a bill. Right. That's all I, and I, and I, I know you can't just demand something every time. I'm not, and I'm not even really demanding it. I'm just saying it would be nice. Yeah. It's, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I thought that those people in the club were leaning against things like that. Like they're not in that political mindset. There, or... there's been enough statements made to be inclusive yeah. by this team. Right. Well, yeah, that's so. It, it does come down to. If you're making that statement and your sponsor has done behavior that is against it, yep. you should reaffirm your commitment. And I do think that's pretty much all they can do. I'm sure there's contractual issues where they can't come out and say, 
Well, centine lights bigots, but we don't. <laughs> right. Sixty-five yeah. million dollars over fifteen years worth of reason. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, exactly. the, and the one, and th- there'll be people that were there that troubled, kind of troubled by it. Like you know, we 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 all are, but they can't say anything because it, essentially they, they will get yeah. fired. If yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and also, I mean, we see it every year when the Cardinals do Pride Night. Yep. You get a huge backlash of where's straight night and where's yeah. where's white pride night <laughs> you know these crazy things that people say because they're ignorant and you know I know they don't want to get caught up in that sort of you know thing and I'm sure they want to let it blow over. I do believe the team will do the right thing when it comes to supporting groups and doing you know outreach to the different communities. Um, I just wish maybe they would have made a statement in regards to, hey, we know some of you are concerned. Yeah. We but we're not rest asking as- for the world. Yeah, rest assured, we are still 100% committed to, you know, equal rights and things like that. Yep. You'd, you'd think that they'd do that, but maybe I'm naive. Just yeah. asking for a little bit would. of trust. I mean, that's not, it's not a lot. We're not asking for a lot. Well, and they, and they may still. I, I do understand that, you know, corporate wheels move slowly. That's true. Um, well, and I, it's got to go through 18 committees and get signed off by the legal department and things like that. So we'll see what happens. But Why don't we just turn over social media to the people that do Wendy's account and let them answer it? <laughs> They're good. The thing is, I'm still going to call it City Stadium. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to call it Centene two, Stadium. Right. Call it City Stadium for two years. It's City Stadium. Yeah, it, it, it's like I still call Keel Center. Yeah. I don't call it Enterprise Center. But I will say, Riverport. As far as naming naming rights go in St. Louis, especially being first is huge. Yep. Because, like you said, you still call it Riverport. We still call it Keel. Yep. Like it it's will nine sixty four for twenty three years. <laughs> yeah. But the people who highway farting. who will only know it next year as Centene Stadium, they will call it Centene Stadium for fifty years. Yep. So good on them. <laughs> I wish them the best. No. Uh, well, I hope they change some of their policies, but yes. uh, but I think again, I cannot make any comments as we're trying to expand our deal with them, so I will stay out of any centine conversation. But again, I like it. Just place. like I said, whenever before that stuff came out about their former CEO sort of bad mouthing St. Louis, like I really do hope this is centine recommitting to the region and recommitting to the city of St. Louis, and I hope they do look at some of these things that have come out since that news maybe there and they think maybe we do need to be more careful with who we give our money to um because i mean there are other republicans they could have donated to they don't have to give money to the guy who is trying to target gay children <laughs> yeah so that's all i'm saying like you give you give twice as much money to the uh, the bigots opposition you know, you <laughs> right don't, you don't no, hedge your bets well but it's it's also like you know big companies do their carbon offsets it's like well we're going to keep cranking out salute pollution but we're going to give some money to some solar panel people and <laughs> right. it, it washes out in the end i think okay how does well, that even that's really, better but that's better than nothing i how guess does that even yeah. really work though it does I, I, but, it's like it's not like you're saying oh yeah. i by paying this money i'm taking the pollution out of the no, air no 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 it's like, Brad, we're going to pay you to drive a Prius. I'm driving a fucking Hummer. <laughs> but not the new ones. Oh, the new ones electric. are electric, yeah. Anyway. Um, the only other thing I wanted to say about uh, City 2 before we move on to uh, some signings. Um, Josh Yarrow, he's been a pleasant surprise watching him play. And 
I don't mean this from a play standpoint, but watching him on social social media, interacting with people, and watching him at the games, sort of leading on the field some of these young guys and pulling them over after the game to teach them how to interact with the fans. I think Josh Yarrow has been a, been a well, I mean, he's a seasoned pro from USL. He knows the importance of fan interaction because that can make a make mm-hmm. a huge difference. Um, I would love to get Josh on the podcast maybe to talk a little bit about City 2. Uh, in the old days, I would just send him a DM and yeah. <laughs> he would come on the podcast. <laughs> now we do have to go through channels. So uh, we'll be reaching out to someone at the club maybe and try to get Josh on because I think I think it would be interesting to hear from him as they build this new team and like from scratch, from the ground up, hear from him how it's going. Uh, but let's move on to the city signings that were announced the last couple of weeks. Uh, we can start with Thomas Ostrak. Um, this is a 22-year-old Czech midfielder uh, from the Bundesliga, FC Köln. Uh, I, again, I don't know much about these players. They're young. He's 22. Play. I thought he was actually on loan. I, I looked at... Colm played Hoffenheim this week, and I looked at the lineup to see if he was in it. He wasn't, and I looked to see. And it looked on his wiki, the last team he played for was some Czech team. He was on loan, but... So I thought he was still yeah. on loan there, but evidently the loan's finished, and he's gone back to Colm. Um, He'll be joining us after the Colm season this year. I don't know. It might We might see him with City 2. Um, yeah, we might. I mean, he, he's apparently wants playing time. Yeah, and he's a young player, I think... I mean, this is the kind of kind of people we should be signing right now to fill the roster yep. out. Um, again, he's he's got a big uh, career ahead of him. It's not like we're signing somebody over the hill. Um, I don't know. We, I mean, we don't know how much money they're paying these guys until next year when the MLS puts out their list. Uh, but I can't imagine we're paying huge money for him. So good. I, I heard. I heard something floating around. Eight hundred and fifty thousand we paid for him. Oh, for a transfer fee. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's, about that's all right. Course, yeah. Um, then we move on to the next one. This one's a little, little more iffy. Uh, Jao Klaus, which I think there's also another surname after Klaus. Where's uh, he from? Well, he is <laughs> Brazilian slash Italian. Uh, yeah, he grew up in Brazil, but he has some Italian ancestry. With uh, the Klaus? last name is Klaus? No, no. There's another name after Klaus. Oh, okay. But his say. official name is on the oh, on okay. the whatever is Jao Klaus. Okay, so I was like, Klaus is yeah, German well, and so South I think, America. I think there's German in there too. Yeah, yeah. That's German and his mom's his mom or grandmother's Italian. Yeah. But he's got an Italian passport. He's a he's a striker. He's signed a three and a half year deal. Twenty five years old. Um a little misleading when they say he's coming from Hoffenheim because Hoffenheim has loaned him out to Austria and Finland and Belgium. He's got more clubs than Phil Mickelson. <laughs> yes, he does have a few <laughs> clubs. Does have a uh, history with Lutz. Lutz is the one who brought him over from Brazil. Um, he scored a lot of goals in Finland, but I think maybe, Matt, you told me Finland's like the 30th ranked league in the yeah, world. Yeah, Jacob Bichu did well in Finland. It means, <laughs> so, it means nothing. Honestly, um, no but, disrespect, Jacob. But what what does mean something is he's going to have a DP tag, which yeah, means that's a pressure, that's he's pressure, he's making over six hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, and I talked to a few people Saturday. The DP tag 
actually might have more to do with how much we paid the transfer fee. Oh. Because if it's over a certain amount, it has to be DP until you pay down that transfer fee after the first year. Hmm. So he could move down. But any either way, he's taking up a DP spot. Now, so, and I wonder, and obviously there's people that are going to understand this better than I do because... Oh, the MLS rules are disastrous. Yes. But, so, if he's ours now and he's taking up a DP slot today mm-hmm. and we pay it down, does that DP slot free up when one comes around no i think he has to take up a dp slot at least for the first season okay that was that but was what i was kind of after the first season if we depending on how we structure the contract if we pay it down enough and he's under the limit or we could even pay it down with tam or gam again all these mls rules um but i am concerned that he is taking up one of our dp spots that first year mm-hmm. not to say he won't be a valuable player not to say he couldn't be a good fit it just seems that's a very valuable spot. Yeah, it just seems premature to put it on a guy that really doesn't. I mean, doesn't have looking, the, looking at the stats. No, yes. stats only. Stats, stats based, only. Not worth it. You know, you, you said he was a goal scorer. Well, looking at his stats, he, he was in Finland and Austria. He hasn't he hasn't scored goals in the Bundesliga or in Belgium. My concern is right. We've got rumor out there for this uh, Nielsen fella. Yes. He seems more like a DP All right, player. Exactly. Yes. Right. And his agent's going, hang on a minute. You, you're signing a guy that can't even get a game in the league that this player's playing in. Yes. And, and has him, international experience. And you've given yeah. him a DP. You're paying him over. We Again, need to renegotiate. Yeah. Again, this could be just a legal definition because of the way the contract structured. Into we Mi- could, in, into no, but Miami what I'm, tried that. No, but what I'm saying is... <laughs> That's right, they did. We could actually sign Nielsen and pay him more than a DP slot and pay it down with Tam or Gam, even though he won't technically be a DP. DP he right. could still make more money than the class. You so may, the agent you, might be cool. You may as well be speaking Mandarin. No, well, no, no. Well, but yeah, the, it, but it, the agent doesn't care as long as his player gets, play, yeah. gets paid. Because because with the DP slot, you get a bit of a, I don't want to say a salary discount, but that's the best when it goes yeah. towards the cap, like only the first 600,000 right. count towards your cap. So, But you can also sign a player over the limit and pay down with Tam and Gam and not necessarily have to take up a DP slot. It's, right. I, it is, I grant you, it is confusing as fuck, and I will never understand it. But I will say, well, well I will hang my But I think this guy deserves a DP slot more than Jao Klaus. Uh, what I will say about Klaus is the fact that apparently he's not settled in Germany. Yeah. And God knows, I know what it's like to go to a country and not settle for a while. And, you know, he's been he's, he's banged around from Finland to Austria to San Marino to... Liechtenstein to Belgium. He he needs a home. Yeah, he needs a, maybe a three year contract in somewhere like St. Louis, where he if he if if he scores a couple of goals in the first five games, he'll be loved, mm-hmm. and maybe that's all he needs. Yeah, and to don't feel at home. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a bad. Signing. No, no, no. Because we don't we don't know. Um, but I will say, just from the first couple of signings we've made, now. Having Lutz, the reason you bring in Lutz is because he does have connections and he does have an in with, you know, especially the Bundesliga and German players. But um, this one was the first one where I thought, hmm, that kind of reeks of Lutz just rewarding one of his boys. I'm rewarding one of his old clubs if it's yeah, a big money right. sign. And- 
So I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's what it looks like. I'm saying it's what happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now I think we have to say that's good. We're leaning on Lutz and his experience, but it can't all be there. You know what I mean? You're going to have to get some South Americans. You're going to have to get some American players. You can't just be cherry picking out of the Bundesliga. First of all, you run out of international slots. Uh, but second of all, that's part of why we hired Lutz. That's not the only reason we hired Lutz. So, you know, I want to start seeing some diversity in these signings, not just former Lutz players. But also, right, I, I keep hearing how we're going to play this this Lutz way and, you know, this um, this attractive football. Well, no, no offense, but, you know, this guy, this Klaus guy is a man-mountain. He's huge. He's huge. He's and, and one of his traits was he holds up the ball. We are going to smack long balls to this fella, and he's he's going to hold it up. You know that that's not Xavi and Iniesta stuff. You know, it, it, and and there's nothing wrong with that style of football if it gets you results. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, and it, you can have that kind of player and a role in that, but now you really the pressure is really on to build out the system around him that stays consistent with what you're preaching. That said, I do agree with um, Brad. That I, I like the cut of this. Check kid, a lot. I like the cut of his jib, and uh, I hope he—he's, he, you know, if you said to me, eight hundred and fifty grand, twenty-two year old, fringe of the Czech national team, I go, yeah, that's that's a solid MLS mm-hmm. caliber yeah. sign in that. So, and and again, I I do want to reiterate, I'm not saying Jao's a bad signing. The only reason I'm questioning is that he's taken up a DP slot. Yeah, and and that will be the benchmark for every other foreign player now that we sign. Yeah, because they'll be like. My guy, if you're an agent, you're going to go, my guy's better than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're paying him a lot of money. It, it's it's like real estate. It's all about comparables. That's what agents do. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, this guy had X amount of goals and makes Y dollars. Well, my guy has X plus 10. So he should make Y times yeah. three. Well, and, and also, we've seen this happen before where if a team's willing to spend and that's the book on that team, mm-hmm. you're going to get held up. You know, like everybody knows, for example, if you're going to Cincinnati now, fuck you, pay me. Yeah. Because it's a shitty team and you've shown a propensity to overspend. Well, And And you're going to have to overspend to compete against New York, to compete against Miami, to compete. Not that they're necessarily better teams, but they've got something to offer and Cincinnati's been shit and... You know what I mean? Like, you've set that benchmark. It's been fantastic. <laughs> it has. But if we become that team, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to overpay. I I, could throw, I don't want to set could, a bar early that we're I, overpaying. I'm convinced I could throw a dart at 11 American soccer players and not be that bad. And field a better team. Field yeah. a better team. Just, just through sheer happenstance. Yeah. I, I genuinely think there's probably seven or eight USL teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. That could... You know, there's just teams like Sunderland, right? There's just cursed teams right now. We uh, used to joke about that. St. Louis FC, like every year they would sign new players and we'd think, ah, this year they signed this guy, this signing. But we'd still be sort of mediocre. Like, we were just snake bit, you know? Like, there are snake bit teams. But mediocre isn't... No, mediocre is not bit. terrible, right, yeah. They are terrible. Yes, consistently. <laughs> and it's hilariously so. Yeah. And again, there but for the grace of God, we could be that team. But we could be that team. But you know what? 
we're real. We've seen it. We're used to losing. Yeah. We're, we've watched a lot of dog shit football in the last <laughs> ten years yeah. since I've moved to this city. Yeah. Absolute turgid stuff. Yeah. Hell, I used to commentate on it for four years. <laughs> that wasn't uh, soccer. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, we're used to it. They they weren't used to it. True. This, they, they're now just getting their head around the fact that yeah. they are shit. Yeah. You know, and this is our identity. And like, this is yeah. it. This it is wasn't it. an off year. This is who we are. This is it. Yeah. I agree. Um, so again, we we'll, we will be continuing to watch as they start signing more players. And um, I got to say, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not underwhelmed with the signings because, like you said, I think a lot of these guys that fits the mold of what we should be looking at. Even even. Even, what's it, Selma? Yeah. 350 grand yeah. left back from Europe. Yeah. I'm all right, let's That's do fine. It. And And we always said from the get-go, even back in the FC days, St. Louis is not the mecca that a New yeah. York or Miami is. You're not going to get the Iniesta coming in, Yeah, you know, whoever but, it and, is. And we won't be able to judge these signings until they've been together for a year. Right. And say, ah, yes, that worked. Let's, Lutz's philosophy has put is together. proving out or that didn't work and you know we need to go in a different direction but you can sign you can sign a really good player like for for example uh, Dalgard yeah who's a really good player yeah just didn't like it just yeah. didn't like it come come give a shit you know or, or you, but you can sign someone who just really likes it here he's not yeah the best thing ever but just really likes it here and buys into the system and yeah. you, you know Brett Hull yeah. Loves it here. Yeah. He loves it here. You know, and that may be just something that the, this Chow Klaus yeah. wants in his life is, is just a place to call home. And, and I, I hope it is. Yeah, I really yeah, do. Yeah. Um, but again, we until they get together and hopefully we'll get a few of these guys in the City 2 system and they can play together. Because again, it's not just are you good enough, but we know it takes players. I mean, it takes really good players time to settle into the premier league or when they move from the premier league to Spain, you know what I mean? It takes you a while to figure out the league and figure Mm -hmm. out how it is and to just learn playing with your teammates. So if we can get a few of these guys in at the tail end of the city two season and they can play together a little bit, I think that's a bonus. It will help in the fact that they can come here and they'll have eight months before the season starts. Mm -hmm. Get to know the city. Get their apartment. Get get, get a yeah. driver's license. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know how hard it is to come to America yeah, and get yeah, a driver's yeah. license, or um, get the if you don't speak the language, get your gas turned on. Yeah, you know, just get your kids in school. And Basic also elemental stuff like that. That's another aspect of the front office. Like they're going to have to have people that their job is to help these guys acclimate. acclimate. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll just say it. Yeah. But I mean, they need somebody to go with them to rent a a house or buy a house or get to the DMV. And, you know, how how do I get this? How do I do that? Find a vet for their dog. All of that shit. I need someone to pick my kids up from school because I'm away at. And again, we've seen so many times. I mean, you mentioned it. A guy feeling at home. That can make a big difference. Like we had guys at St. Louis FC who never fully moved here. They still had a girlfriend back in California mm-hmm. or they still had a girlfriend back at their last city or, or they never got rid of their place in Tampa Bay. They never fully 
bought into being in St. Louis. You but know, then, but then you got a guy like Hal Gregg who bought a house here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves it. He still probably lives there. And and nobody questioned Kyle Gregg's, you know, attitude or his commitment to this club. And Kyle Morton got engaged here. Yeah, yeah. For him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah he congratulations, loved, Kyle. He loves St. Louis. Yeah. Even though he's playing for them, he loves it. Here. <laughs> And we them. did, but we did have a, but we did have a lot of guys who, who I think, even if they don't stay in St. Louis, they will have very fond memories of St. Louis. But you have other guys who don't, and and I'm not saying it's a it's a judgment. Just they didn't click with the city. It's not a fit for them. It wasn't a fit for them, and they and they never settle. You know, you've got to be comfortable, or you're not going to play well. You know, like your personal life has to be drama free for your on the field life to well yeah and we've even seen that like for example with the blues justin falk came here had a terrible first year past two seasons he's been amazing and he flat out said it was my first transition from a team that i played with for six seven years to a new yeah. city for the first time in my life basically my adult life yeah I wasn't ready for that and they there was an article and if and it's they, in the middle of the season they don't really have time to relax and and become part of the city or on the flip side if it's in the off season everybody has gone home so you don't have your teammates to lean on and and build a bond and get set up with so there's there's a fine line there we used to joke about it with st louis fc like we would ask jeremy how are the guys are they all going to the movies together or or do they after practice do they each go their own way like if he's like, oh, no, there's a core of them that, you know, oh, they're going bowling tonight and they're going, you know, like when they start to feel that team atmosphere. Yeah. It's a, bond. a bonding. Yeah. So or are they renting out Airbnbs, their apartment? <laughs> right. So, again, the proof is in the pudding. We'll see with these signings. I'm not disappointed by any of these signings other than the whole DP slot. Um, but I'm also not like. But I also think that might be a math. There are. Yeah. science thing that it is a player thing. But there are people on social media going, oh, this is the greatest signing ever. Oh, this guy's wonderful. Like, you've just seen YouTube clips of this guy. Mm, lovely boots. Nobody, mm, but nobody... <laughs> oh, I love the lick, licky boots. <laughs> but nobody can tell me they knew that guy before we signed no. him. We've gotten plenty of... If you're watching the Finnish league on a regular basis, you need to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go with Matt Bird on a bike ride. I, I was going to say, we get a lot of, uh, please let me come try out for your club, the yeah. Luligans, yeah. and uh, YouTube clips of and guys I, destroying and the... And again, I'm not saying if you enjoy watching the Bundesliga on s- Saturday mornings or the Premier League or whatever, like you can know a lot about A-League, but if if you know a lot about the Finnish League, I mean, good on you. That's You're, a, you're an official junkie. I hope you're Finnish. I hope you. I mean, really. Finish. Let's be honest. Uh, I'm a finish. <laughs> I'm a finish watching this game. <laughs> um, so I don't know. That's what I have to say about that. Uh, but yeah, let's let's look for it and let's see what happens and let's hope for the best. That's all. So time will tell. That's so all we can he's do. Got a good goal this week, though. Did there you, you go. It? No, I did not. Yeah, see actually, it. it was a good goal uh, volleying from the corner. Yeah, and I think again, I think he well, could that was be his a good first goal in like five games. Well, there you I go. Mean, but sometimes that happens. So. Let's take a break, and then we come back. We'll nope. do your nope, we're questions. not taking a break. I'm taking a break. You no, can, no. You can, you can do whatever you want. I'm taking a break. No. I am. No, we're not, because we're already at a t- time point that we're just better just to get through this, Brad. All right. Because why take There's a break? There's a lot of questions. Good. All right. You're not going to take a break for 20 minutes. 
Dursa Mitch has spoken. Earn your earn your money. You got a new phone? No. no. Uh new ish. Uh Zach said drums are bad and we should feel bad playing them. <laughs> also, you should be able to chant the same things at the same time without practice or coordinated effort, like those other dudes dudes do. Also, we should probably <laughs> say that part. <laughs> um uh no, there was somebody on on the Luligan group page, the public public group page, he just said he doesn't like drums, which I get. Like, I'm not saying that's wrong. Like, you can you can like drums, you can some not people like don't drums. like smoke. Uh, but my point was the great thing about the three thousand seat supporter section, there's enough room to spread out. You don't have to sit right by the drums. But it's it's American supporters groups. There's gonna be drums. That's just the way it goes. And I'm sorry you don't like them. There's going to be beer, too. There's a lot of people that really like them, so you can't make everybody happy, but, uh, Zach, we're happy you play the drums. Majority rules. And, and it might not even be majority, <laughs> but I think there's going to be drums. I think Zach's loud enough to create a majority into uh, his volume. Uh, Soccer Capital Podcast wants to know, in our inaugural season, how much better would wins be than setting an attendance record? I think this is a swipe at Charlotte, who set the attendance record with their first ever game. Uh, it was like 71,000. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was monstrous. Good for them. Um, obviously, we can't do that. Our stadium is a soccer stadium. It's not an NFL stadium. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Hey, I don't want to knock Charlotte. Maybe, you know, maybe they will get it right. Maybe they'll win some games, and maybe they will have big attendances both. Win. But, yeah, obviously winning is I want to win. Win. Uh, Jim Sullivan, will there be a safe and quiet space? He's, he's going on about the drums because obviously Jim was heard about those comments because Jim likes the drums. Uh, Ryan Pulliam wants to know, Luligan 2002 jerseys and scarves are fantastic. How long was the design and feedback process? Uh, fun stories along the way. Do you feel pressure to outdo yourselves every year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. I used to. I, I, I disagree because I think... It, and. Let me preface this. Everything that you see when it gets to that finished product that everybody likes, Jimmy Blood. Yeah. Jimmy Blood does amazing work with the concepts that we give him. Literally, sometimes We usually give him a direction to go in. Sometimes it's like scribblings on a napkin. Yeah. And he shits out gold. He polishes things well. Um, And I used to feel, back when I was doing the designs myself, before Jimmy got involved... I felt a lot of pressure to outdo each other, but it's to the point now where I know we'll have a good design. Um, I thought, sometimes it takes a while to get there. I, I thought this year was a little bit special because we knew with Purina doing yeah, we were going to do some form of the checkerboard, the checkerboard yeah. and we knew we could do pink and blue because we could. You know, like yeah. it's, it's you know. Like there, there was, but it's a hard color, and we still don't haven't seen the scarves in person to see how how close they get to the color. Right, but you know we've gone to that in way more depth yeah. than anybody needs to. But the, at the end of the day, it's the greatest part is is that you know people will submit the ideas, and we'll put it to the group, and people will come back with tweaks. You know, oh, de- you know, put the year there instead of yeah. this or. You know, it but I will this say committee effort by the entire. I will say a lot of the, a lot of the concepts though. Once we start to get there, it happens pretty quickly. Yes. Um, this year we kind of had the design set up, but we didn't know 
cult becomes culture until we were Satanists. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sort of inspired the cult direction. And it's a quote I found in regards to the Mormon church, <laughs> some speaker was talking how the cult becomes culture. And I thought, Oh, that's kind of catchy. Um, so we had the design kind of down. And once we threw out cult becomes culture, it was an immediate, yes, that's the way we're going. Um, and it's happened in the past too, whether it was dance with somebody. I mean, it was a chant and the scarf was like, yeah, that's perfect. Let's go with that. Um, but yeah, Jimmy does a lot of the, like last year we said, we just want a black on black Jersey and Jimmy did it. And he did it in a great way. It right. wasn't just, and before black. that it'd been like, okay, let's do a hoops Jersey or let's do a half and half. There's not a lot there, but he does the touches, the, the sleeve and the, the hem and the tags on the back and the neck statement. Yeah. He polishes them up very much. So, so, so yeah, but usually it happens kind of quick. I mean, we've, I mean, we talked about that. We don't have to go through a lot of focus groups and we don't, yeah. we can decide something and, and do it immediately. And my Jersey did show up on Monday. There you go. Of course, after Saturday's game. That's all right. No, not really. I, I, I think we're going to have a lot of, let's, let's try to have a lot of them happen at the 25th. Yes. It'd be nice if we see a lot of the pink and blue checkerboard jerseys. I, I, I won't be there. I'll be on vacation. Nobody <sighs> cares, Kurt. Dick hole. <laughs> I got an email asking me if I liked my jersey. And that you still I haven't gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> I did send it back to Alters and yeah. said, I don't mind waiting, but don't think that I already have it because mm-hmm. I don't. Sorry, yeah, guys. I just got mine Monday, too. A little, little premature there. A little bit. Um, and I do want to say, if you ordered and you still haven't got it, please be patient. He told me... They lost about half of their staff when COVID hit because as bad as it shut down here, he's in Southern California oh, and apparently like he basically couldn't do anything. Yeah. And a lot of his employees then went and found other jobs because they couldn't just be without. Right. Yep. And so he's working on getting his staff built back up and, and we did hammer him with more orders than he usually gets. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious to hear how many. Yeah, I, I will send him a message once I see that everybody's kind of caught up. Uh, but please be patient with them. The other problem is the mail. Uh, yeah, please be patient with the mail because the postal workers are, you know, they've really had a hand tied behind their back for a couple of years. Yeah, it was funny, too, because like some of the people are seeing, oh, it was in Sykeston and or it was in St. Louis and now it's in Sykeston to come back to St. Louis again. And yeah. it's like, you know, that's the post office is screwed. Yes, that's true. Uh, Justin Phelps uh, wants to know Sarah's thoughts on the new NBC series about Pam Hupp. I I haven't watched it yet. Okay, because we're so, Peacock people, not NBC. People. Yeah, I don't. I'm not rich, so I don't. <laughs> I don't get like live streaming. Yeah, I ha- I have to wait till it comes out on the app, and then that was today. So I'll, I'm here. So, so yeah. thanks, thanks a lot for making this. We have tonight. heard. We have heard it's good though. I have you heard other. My only concern is they gave her like a Minnesota accent. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird. That's I think, not here. I think they're going to lean into the comedy drama of it rather yeah. than be strictly to the to the facts of the case. But I mean, it's not hard to. Right. It should be fun. Figure out what kind of accent. People yeah, have she here. did. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought when I they saw the like trailer. Yeah. yeah. But apparently, Renee Zellweger really wanted to do this because she's a fan of the case and she drove it being made. So. Hey, whatever. I I am the champion Pam Hub of the world. There you this go. Currently, is true. so yeah, you should have played her, but could have done it. 
Uh, Mike Eaton wants to know if recent city signings were local beers. Ostrak is obviously second shifts, technical ecstasy, Czech Pilsner. Uh, what would Klaus be? Um, Andy Haas from. Uh, He'd be a Belgian. SLC day. punks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he said, it, it, based on popular bills, beers in Brazil, he thinks city life. I don't know. I don't know what Brazilian beers are like. I really don't. Have you ever had Brahma? No. It's trash. <laughs> it's awful. It's, uh, he's, he's an impev beer, right? Yeah. He's, but he's still old. Well, there you go. Maybe he's just Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awful. Brahma. Um, no, I don't know. And actually, we'll have to wait and see him play if we're going to well, get no, him. Well, no, we don't want to know. do Budweiser. It might, he might just be a Michelob because yeah. Budweiser is the king of beer. That's you don't want to put the crown on just yet. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I don't want I don't want to assign him a beer until I've seen him play in the, the, the States. The Czech lad is the original Budweiser. <laughs> That's Czech true. Bar. That's true. <laughs> uh, Chris Dolemeyer, have you checked with Lutz to see if there are any things we can do to help the make the Nielsen deal happen? You know, there's been so much reporting about that. I think it's probably a done deal. Just, you know, they got to finish it off. Because uh, I've seen several sources report about that one. So we'll see. I am i don't think Lutz needs my help with anything. Oh, oh, he. everybody needs your help, Brad. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, Jake B., uh, that you might know him as Margo's dad, <laughs> uh, he wants to know if we're taking a road trip for the Open Cup. Taking a road trip to Madison, Jake. You should go. <laughs> He's take, we could take it. We are taking a road trip go? to Madison. Yep. Uh, I don't see why not. I guess when we get closer, which it's actually not that far away, uh, we'll see if there's any kind of convoy heading to Indianapolis. I don't know. What's the day of the game? Do you know? It's like a 5th. Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, April 5th. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. I hate these midweek games. <clears throat> but it's the Open Cup. What are you going to do? Joseph Phillips, with no Major League Baseball this summer, or at least a shortened season... How can MLS take advantage and grow its fan base? You know, simplify roster, <laughs> quota, money. Yeah. Well, maybe they could do the designated hitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm I'm just going to say I don't think there's a lot of crossover between your Major League Baseball fan and your Major League Soccer fan. Now, if we were talking hockey, I think there's crossover there. Um Maybe even NFL, you could do some of the culture stuff. But I think baseball fans are just a completely different kind of fan. Um, baseball is sit down and enjoy the slow pace of the game. Soccer is just, I don't, Technical. I think. Yeah, I think we shouldn't be going after baseball fans. If they want to come along, sure. If they want to come for city pride reasons. Right. Great, come have fun. Um, but if, if cricket... If cricket took a summer off, they would not start going to watch football games. Right. right. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's the same concept. But I'll also say, if it was a major league cricket team, yeah, maybe you could pull some of the baseball fans. <laughs> um, but I don't even think we should go after the baseball fans. I think, you know, we just should be going after people who who don't have a sport. I think soccer is like an alternative sport. Maybe other sports haven't there, clicked there, for you. There's this enough could be... soccer fans in America. Yeah. Anyway, you have to go now, for them. ESPN might be able to leverage that into some more primetime games. But now that baseball is yeah, not no, going to be on no TV. No Sunday night baseball game you can have. Yeah, it might make it more easy to find it on TV. ABC can have a few more games, yeah. whatever. So that's what I would do. But uh, Jeremy Cowan wants to know, when are we going to start designing our first TIFO? Um, 
we have to do some work before 2023. I mean, you know, we've got guys who do that. If you want to get involved in TIFO, please reach out. But I mean, that's Stuart's problem. And if it's, <laughs> if it's a disaster, I'm going to blame it all on him. That's the way I look at it. Even if it's awesome, I'm still going to blame it on. Oh, wait. Sure. No. Yeah, it's a, whatever. That'll we'll be... credit him then. But yeah, I mean, yeah, work has to start pretty soon as far as overall concept and, and planning yeah. where we're going to do it. That's, I mean, the actual physical making of the TIFO is is much harder than the concept. <laughs> like, I mean, it seems <clears throat> like the hardest thing is finding a place to right, do it. Right, right. I included that in it. And getting enough people there to paint. And It's not just me and Karen when it's 95. Exactly. So, But yeah, we that process starts now. So if you're interested, please reach out and we will put you in touch with our people who work on TIFO. Yeah. Uh, we have people. Got what a pint wants to know. How does the podcast crew balance their moral convictions against corporate partners and owners in some instances to support your local team? I mean, we kind of talked about that with the Centene thing, but I mean, I fully admit it's difficult. Um, but I, it is sort of what America is now. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like I drive a Mazda. I'm sure Mazda has given money to horrible companies. You know. I, I'm like you, you try to make informed decisions. I'm using but, a MacBook and I have yeah. an iPhone in my hand. I'm, yeah, Apple has made bad things somewhere. Yes. You know, like they've, it, they've it, employed slaves in China, basically. Yeah, I mean, every every company within reason, you know, assuming it's not a mom and pop, has questionable behaviors. Yeah. But you try your history. best, and and I think when you do see something, you call it out. I think. The most important thing is that if a company preaches values, staying true to those values in either words, not just words, but in actions. And I think that's really my expectation for it all is that if you say this is who you are, be who you are. Yeah. Otherwise, it's plastic. Uh, Joseph Phillip again uh, with a recent example of violence and antisocial behavior at a soccer match uh, mm. in Mexico. I'm, I guess this is what he's talking about, the Mexican match that uh, turned into a brawl. How can soccer supporter groups give a counterexample and show that fans can be peaceful and respectful? And I did see that. I did see the video. I would, I'm <laughs> yeah, just going to say, like, I could take a whole lot. If you can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go look for that. No. Because yeah. it's bad. Um, and I mean, we obviously know there are different leagues across the world and that violence is more prone in some than others. But Very much so. Uh, I mean, it does pop up occasionally here. Um, usually... Florida. Usually outside of the stadium, you know, before you get in there. Florida men. Um, we also we also see certain websites sort of glorifying that mm-hmm. quote-unquote ultra behavior. Um, I'm all about glorifying what supporters groups do and and highlight what they do well and what they do good for their communities. Uh, but like the whole scarf stealing or flag stealing, I mean, 90% of it, it's bullshit anyway because they yeah. went and bought that <laughs> scarf before the game. Yeah, and traded it. And then they, compl- they you know, claim that they stole it or whatever. And put a face mask and on. They, and they hang it upside down and they all pose super badass. And, yeah. Um, then they'll catch one person walking through a parking lot alone and beat the shit out of them and mm. say they're ultras. Like all that is horse shit. Um, and I'm sure like some supporters group will hear this and call us pussies for saying that because yeah, I, whatever. 
I better not catch a beat. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But well, we know supporters groups in USL who did that yep. kind of shit. Yep. Um, I don't, all we can do is protecting rapists. Yeah. All we can do is set as good an example as we can. Um, police ourselves, which we've always tried our best to do. Not to say we've been perfect, but we try to keep an eye out in our section for that kind of bullshit. And, yep. and promote the good things that we do, yeah. like the thieves, like the charity work. But I like to think if that kind of action took place in our section, we would have people that would step in and break up the fight yeah, instead of join in the fight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... They may not find a body. But <laughs> <laughs> you just, But you just have to be on guard against that kind of shit. And if somebody... There, are, there have been times where people have come into our section wanting to start shit you can't let it happen you can't you have to shut it down immediately yeah um and uh, honestly though in most a majority of american sports that time has passed yeah you know there was a time when philadelphia threw batteries at santa and blues blackhawks games there as many fights in the stands as there were on the ice and it was the entire game right yeah you know but those those days are gone everybody's lawsuit happy you know the, you... but but Joseph Joseph there um, mentioned the Mexico game. Every week, there are fights in the NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. every yeah. single week. But this is somehow seen as some sort of soccer endemic yeah. problem. It's a sport thug. I, I, I will I will say in Mexico in Mexico problem. it's been getting much worse. It's, and yeah, it's not great in Eastern Europe. No, no, it's not. Yeah, certain leagues in Eastern Europe, of, they of course, fight every game. And they do have the the cage sections yes. to keep Bar the supporters wire. separated. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you always have to be on guard against that kind of stuff. But yeah. in America, I don't think it's likely to happen. And when it does, it's an isolated incident. It's not a culture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. But Garber wants to tie his sail to that League MX mass. He does. But I mean, again. MLS always wants the plastic version of whatever it is. Like, we want to put pictures of our fans with flares and smoke, but oh, we don't actually no, want flares they, and they smoke. Want, they want the, that nation's no, no. That, that nations league thing. Yes. But but you're right. They want the plastic version. Right. They, they want all the games in the U.S. Right. They don't want to have us go down to Guadalajara. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and fair play to music. the Mexican league, which I think there was a lot of pressure on them. They have come down with some pretty harsh sanctions after this like like i don't think they're allowing away supporters at any mexican games for the rest of the year and they're really cracking down on supporters groups and and i mean it's what we see in mls where you have to be an official recognized supporters group they're going to demand that kind of thing in mexico but they've let it get out of control like they've let it go too far it's just like the racism in in italy or or the eastern european leagues where Everybody knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. but they all kind of turn a blind eye to it. Like, there's no more turning a blind eye to this shit. Not, you have to shut it down. Not after that, no. Well, England fans booed the anthem, so we're obviously the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, England's a, an example of a country that... Turned it around. They had a problem. They they maybe went too far, but they've stomped it out. Now they can start releasing, you know, they wanted to start doing things like safe it, standing and... It is honestly, but they priced out a lot of fans to do it. Sista- it's a sista- It's coming back, and and you know what? In the eighties and seventies, the economy was in the toilet. Yeah, 
you know, three-day weeks, gas shortages and the, the Iran thing and, you know, we had the miners' strike in England and, and football hooliganism. And then the economy got better and we had the 90s and the boom and the bust and the greed is good and the, the 2000s weren't bad. Now the economy's going in the toilet. Yeah. You know, and, and it's a worldwide global recession. We've had the pandemic, everyone's on edge and it's just, it's just... It's, the, it's 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 a global culture right now that is just a shit time of, of but i also think like you let things go for so long until there's a breaking point and and like but you can't put that horse back in the barn no 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 i'm not saying and i'm not saying it sh- we should wait until there is an it, incident you have to be proactive and not right. reactive and, on and, that stuff and sometimes they let it go too far like they have with the racist chance in like they should have shut that shit down years ago. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's going to take, you can't just change it overnight. Well, it's like the puta chant. Yes. And Mexico has had their problems with violence. And a lot of it is related to the cartels and just the violent nature of some of these Mexican cities in general. I mean, I'm, because a lot of the drug cartels are influencing the supporters groups. Like, I mean, we've seen it in South America where the Colombian drug money buys teams and and they fund supporters groups that do things. I'm not saying that's the particular case here, but there's a lot of violence in Mexico right now. There's a lot of violence at the games, and this isn't the first big brawl they've had at a game. I think, I think this one went overboard. This one, I do. Twenty five people ended up in the hospital. People died. Yeah. A couple of people died. I do think but there have been big point, brawls in other Mexican games this year. What we're seeing now, it's the prevalence of cameras on phones though this has been going on for like bird said 40 years yeah but now it's getting publicized and it's no longer just oh i'm sharing it with you hey look at this flaming vespa <laughs> now it's right you know now it's a guy getting his pants ripped off and kicked in the head i mean to be fair to be fair i don't know that anybody got hurt with the vespa i don't think they did i don't well it was a holy flaming fest because yeah. it was an, i believe it was, it was Italy, sanctioned so, so that's fine it was I'm blessed fine. yeah but by satan but it, it sort of snowballs it didn't start with this yeah it no. started with little incidents that mm-hmm. it became the norm and there were people there looking for trouble absolutely yep, yep. so you've got to stomp that out before it gets there you've got to stomp out chants that could lead to homophobic chants before they get there first time's a, an incident fifth and sixth time it's norm Right. And like, I mean, how many times are we going to see monkey chants in the European leagues? And they and and the front office says, oh, well, we're going to look into it and we're going to ban anybody that was caught doing it. And then it happens the next week. Yep. And then it happens the next week. And you see it's the same people on camera. Yeah. It's like, OK, who's bringing in a bunch of bananas? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell me security can't stop a bunch of bananas well, getting in. I have seen four beers <laughs> in a hoodie. So, but, but seriously, like. <laughs> We have no idea how this is happening. Maybe there's a fucking eight hundred bananas on the field. Yeah. So maybe they're short of potassium. Maybe. Uh, maybe <laughs> somebody's should, mom didn't bring uh, orange fuck, slices. Maybe they're selling them at the kiosk because they know people will throw them. Uh, I bet there's people outside selling them. So you've got to stop that shit. I bet there Banana is. salesman. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. I bet there are. Ugh. Business is good. Uh, anyway. Matt, black. Matt Baker wants to know any news on where the supporter section at Herman or Ralph Cordy Stadium will be? The berm. Uh, probably the berm, if unless again they try to overcharge us. 
yeah. like they did last time there was a game there. It is being worked on. Our good friend Caleb is uh, working out those kind of things. And there will be a supporter section at SLU too. It will be sort of roped off and yep. reserved for us till we march in. Yep. But we don't know exactly where it is. Yep. Yet. Yep. And and do want to give a shout out to Caleb for the uh, Caleb Leone Memorial Porta Potties. Yes. At the game on Saturday. It's a nice addition. It That's, was. Uh, then I could drink because yeah. the bathrooms are right there. That is. Yeah. I didn't have to go. I didn't put two and two together, but yep. what do now? What do now? Is because, because Sarah didn't have to drive or walk yeah, to the to the bathroom. Yes. Uh, Caleb was a, just right Caleb, there. Caleb was a little upset that we were calling him the Caleb Leone Memorial. Yeah. You can get over it. And we had to explain the Fred Memorial clock yeah and said, said he was with on love. board said with love uh Stuart wants to know was that an official king's cup win or was that a nut cup win i think technically it'd be a nut cup yeah i think that's more of a nut cup than a king's cup uh, we'll have to face him in the open cup for it to be a king's i cup, think so I think yeah so. it has to be an official game that counts for something to be a king's cup uh wonder if they'll win but how good nice. did it feel to beat louisville i mean it always feels good yeah yeah i mean it's a preseason game. I'm not too over the moon about it. I didn't go on Twitter and like brag to their supporters no. that no. we beat them. Lan- Lancaster got hurt. Lancaster got hurt. <laughs> I want I want them to have a bad season just to see yeah. how it goes. Just yeah. to see yeah. how, how the, the lay of the land lies with their fans. I like their people, but I wish they'd lose. They, yeah. need, they need to suffer. Yep. They and, need to suffer. And I thought, you know, it was good for Hackworth to finally be on the right side of this battle. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. He's I a nice dude. It, I did think about texting Jeremy after it, being like, oh, "Yeah, the why well, you're yeah. just after Jeremy tonight." He here. did text me earlier some shit. So. Oh, okay. There you go. Yep. That explains it. I've noticed. I'll just say I've noticed that he's not in, in any Chattanooga pictures because I keep <laughs> texting. Point out his puffy vest. I do. I, I crop him out and say, "Why are you wearing a puffy vest?" So Love he's it. not in, been in any photos. Uh, Roosevelt Franklin wanted to know more about the songs and how they're chosen and who rewrites the lyrics and all that stuff. Um, this is a perfect question, and then Zach went ahead and answered it. Um, so almost like Zach needs a podcast. To yeah, discuss I, these I things did on. say that. Welcome to another episode of This Is Silly, where other podcasts answer your questions. Um, yeah, listen to Show Up, Make Noise. Uh, Zach is always recruiting more people to write songs, and um, regardless of what people say, they can't all be organic. Some are organic. Start with a few friends, and it catches on. Um, some are just like, hey, drummers, could you think we could do something like this? Uh, but some of them, people write, and they send in, and they say, what about this? And, and the guys try it. But for the most part, they're not songs, though. They're chants. They're four-line yeah, ditties, yeah. easy to remember, catchy. You can't do, like, people rewrite entire songs. Yeah. It's like nobody's going to remember four verses and three uh, choruses. Uh, morning has broken. With <laughs> with different lyrics yeah. than the original. Like, it, that doesn't work. Four lines, easy to remember, yeah. catchy, and humorous. But Zach did reach out to him, and, and if you want to be involved in that, you should reach out to Zach at Show Up Make Noise Podcast. Um, they have a Discord where they talk about things like that. Uh, yes, there are people who make fun of them because they do get together and they do sort of work things out, work out beats, work out, does this chant really work? Because sometimes it looks good on your phone, but you get four or five people together and, and you say, ah, that doesn't work. How if we change it to this? Um, so if you want to get involved in that kind of thing, reach out to Show Up Make Noise podcast. Our buddy Mateus, who is uh, currently serving the United States in parts unknown, uh, <laughs> 
he's curious on our perspective of whether we think St. Louis will be able to consistently fill the stadium. Obviously, first few years it should be full, but what do you see us having? Do you see us consistent having consistent sellout crowds 10, 15, 20 years down the line? And Matt Bird, what is your answer to all of these things? No. But the more we win, <laughs> the more we've got a chance of. That's uh, what I was going to say. Winning solves winning, winning everything. Solves everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it might be struggle if we're Cincinnati bad. Mm-hmm. Again, I think there's going to be some newness. Yeah. That carries over for a while. I think St. Mar- Louis has enough soccer base where it'll always be a decent crowd. But, I mean, even the Cardinals. If the Cardinals are having a bad season, mm-hmm. you can pretty much sit anywhere you want in uh, Bush. And, and I think, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to bang on Charlotte for what they did. But I remember Orlando City got 62,000 their first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they're playing in front of Twigs and shit. Americans love an event. They love an event. But they love winners more. And they do love winners. And winning sol- does solve a lot of issues. But the And the shiny and new wears off. Americans love an event. But, yeah. You know, but let's say only a third of that f- that group uh, in Charlotte go. Yeah. That's still, that's still that's still a great. 21, yeah. 25,000. Yeah. You know, Houston Dynamo would love 20,000 yeah. fans day in, day out. Well, and Houston Dynamo... When they built their new stadium, Mitch and I went there that first year they opened it. Um, that was they were coming off a couple of winning seasons where they'd actually won MLS Cup a couple of times in that previous yeah. two or three year span, and the stadium was full. It was packed. It was and it was fun. We actually had field seats for that one. We were down on the sideline. Um, but now you watch a game from that stadium, and it's pretty damn empty. It's- <laughs> So fill soccer park. You have to put a good product on the field. But once you get to that point, like Houston are at, mm-hmm. or even Columbus, once you start winning again, it doesn't reverse the tide. Columbus are playing in front of ten, twelve thousand, yeah. and they won the league. And they were very close to losing their team. Yeah, and you know said, "We'll show you we can support it," and immediately it dropped off. So. Yeah, I mean, I do worry about overall. I do. Attendance. Wonder, I mean, well, I, I don't worry, but I won't get into the Columbus. I do wonder if some of it's the we got burned. Some of behavior, it, but some of it. But again, that's also part of putting a consistent product out. You know that if you're putting something out, people will keep going. If you want a new stadium, they'll give you reason to build. You know, it's yeah. But a few years to, after that new stadium, if you're not putting a good product on the field. It becomes easy to find other things to exactly. do. Exactly. You have to give to get yeah. back. You'll get me because I'm a junkie, and if even if you lose every game of the season, I'm going to have season tickets, and I'm going to go. That's the thing. I, I'm an addict. But, but you're not going to get my friend at work mm-hmm. who, if everything's going good, they may go to three or four but games I, a year. I always tell the story of my father-in-law who's a massive Cardinals fan. Massive <laughs> Cardinals fan. Best fans in baseball. Joe Buck said it. We're yeah. most knowledgeable. Best fans in baseball. Because the one fucking game a year. Yeah. Because yeah. he loves an event. Yeah. But he doesn't. You know, but like I said, like if if you've got a, a let's say a twenty five year old couple, and they've got to choose what they want to do with their Saturday night, if it's a good game and like we're winning a lot and the crowd is full and the atmosphere is great, yeah, let's go to a, let's go to a soccer game. But if we're on a downward slide and there's about half a stadium and let's go sit on the patio at like, or let's go to the Fox and see a, see a show or let's go to, you know, see a movie or sports is one of the few things you can spend a lot of money at to end up miserable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so true. I think, again, I think we are proof positive, but, yeah. you do, but you do 
figure out how to sell to your casual fans. And that's a much harder sell if you're not winning. So I I don't worry about it, Mateus, but I do think about it. All all I can do is control is what I can control. And me and my kids are going to be there. Yeah. That's what I can control. But we do. I mean, we saw it with St. Louis FC. The first couple of years, they averaged 5,000, 55,000. And then it went down to 3,000. Well, I, th- I don't. I think it went down to four, four and a half. But I think I mean, constantly, yeah. overall, over the six, seven Wasn't years. bad. We were at 85% capacity. That's not bad. No. But the first couple of years, we were at 95. And, you know. And I would argue still- if we had Louisville's seasons, we would have been sold out more. Yeah. I mean. No, I agree. It would just. My, bu- just my book would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's all our questions for tonight. Anybody else have anything else they want to talk about? I just saw that San Diego signed uh, Andrew Carlton. Oh, yeah, yeah. they did. did yeah. They? That's a bad choice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, considering they made a big song and dance about bigotry. Yeah. And then yeah, they signed that's... a guy that was at uh-huh. the U.S. Capitol yeah. the day a coup d'etat was taking place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess they had to make a whole podcast about it so Landy could... Explain everything. Oh, really? That's yeah. nice. He said really? he was he was young then, and it's like what? Uh, just? just last year, last yeah. Year? Not, well, this year. <laughs> and he's still retweeting. Like, yeah. Eh, whatever. Mm. See, even good people make shitty decisions. Are you calling Andrew he's, Carlton? A good no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm calling I'm calling San Diego loyal, who I think yeah. does a lot of things no, right. They do. They do. Um, including getting a shirt sponsor that can replicate their colors. Yes, and, shirt and you know who who is their shirt sponsor this year? Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah, that is a good. Last year they had Stone Brewing, which was a good one. Now they got Rocket League. That's think, good stuff. Yeah, good oh, for San Diego. Man. I don't know. Could you imagine? I'm not getting a Carlton jersey with Rocket League on the That's front. That's what I'm saying. Could you imagine Rocket League seeing that they signed him and going? Mm. What if they said, um, we'll be on all of your shirts except, except for that yes. one. That and one. he's out there just like in a plain one with no jersey sponsor. It's like the kid ones without the yeah, alcohol without sponsor. The, that, that would be baller. That would be funny. Shit Breck Shay. He is a shit Breck Shay. <laughs> Who is still playing still in the playing. MLS. Still playing. Play I saw that this Who week. is himself a shit, shit Breck Shay. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a player, good player named Breck Shay. You're just a shit Breck Shea. What, what, was, what was it that we were watching where I said, God, that guy looks like Breck Shea. And you're like, that is Breck Shea. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? That Dwayne Johnson looks like The Rock. Yeah. Foo <laughs> <laughs> Fighters guitarist looks like Nirvana's drummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. All right. That's all I got for tonight. Get um, your tickets for Madison. Yes. And get your tickets for the, uh, the opener Rapid. at SLU. Of March 25th. I'm on vacation. Birds on vacation. <laughs> Where are you going? Let's just talk about it. Come on, smug let's, holiday let's bastard. Let's go. Let's talk about it. I'm going to Amarillo, Texas. What the fuck? Why, Why Amarillo? What's an Amarillo? Taking the campus or some state parks. <sighs> I had a, a good friend in college grew up in Amarillo and we were supposed to move in together our senior year and he, he didn't show up like the day he was supposed to show up. And this was before cell phones. Cause I'm old. And finally he showed up like two or three days later and just his face was just black and blue and he had bandages everywhere. I said, what the fuck? He goes, don't ever go to Amarillo. Hmm. He said he was at a parking lot drinking and some guys just came through the parking lot and decided they wanted to 
beat the we're shit out, out of him? We're out there, new shit kickers. Wow. <laughs> Did it on his face. Wow. So. Don't go to a parking lot, yeah. bird. No. I, so. Wow. There you right. go. I mean, it could have happened anywhere, but it, it did happen in Amarillo. Mexico, Mexico soccer game. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's just my one Amarillo story. Right. Hope you enjoy yourself. Yeah, have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy yourself, you smug holiday bastard. Yeah. See ya. Dreaming dreams of Amarillo. That sweet Marie who waits for me. There's a church bell ringing